Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Discern Daily, a show on the Majesty's Men for seeking truth. My name is Pate, and I'm the host of Discern Daily. I just want to encourage you to go, and if you haven't already, uh, follow Discern Daily on Twitter, give our Facebook page a like, subscribe um, on our YouTube channel, all of that good stuff. Uh, if you did, it would make my day. So if you missed the last episode that we did, um, we talked about some very helpful thoughts regarding prayer. Um, so if you are someone who's new to prayer and need a new place to start, or if you know somebody who's maybe new, um, hopefully that you'll find the last episode was a great resource that you can maybe share with others who are new to prayer. So if that's something that piques your interest, go ahead and check out episode 23, um, which we did recently. But on this episode, episode 24, I would like to uh, bring a tweet to your attention that I recently came across. Um, and we're just going to dive right into it. I, I came across this tweet, I believe on the day it was published, which was uh, June 12th. But Mark Dever um, recently tweeted something that said, uh, quote, I recently heard someone say the core of the gospel is God's commitment to protect the vulnerable. What do you think? Um, and I remember when I first came across this, I immediately retweeted it um, because it was very interesting to me. Um, the tweet has nearly 500 comments on it. Um, and so it got a lot of response. Um, but man, I was really interested to see how people would respond to it. Immediately, I was like, uh, no, I don't agree with it. But I wanted to read what people thought about it. So a few replies stood out to me. Someone by the name um, of Ethan from the Shield Wall podcast, he commented saying, um, no, that elevates the state of man and his posture to the Father without Christ. Vulnerable confers man is a victim. Man is rebellious and sinful, haters of God. Christ died for the rebellious haters of God in order to justify them all according to the will of the Father. I totally agree with that. Um, that's something that stood out to me because that's how I see it as well. Going down the line, I saw someone by the name of Samuel at Slow to Write, um, which I've been kind of following Samuel and I've appreciated his um, his work, his ministry, and things like that. He, he um, commented on it saying, Sir, I hesitate to reply because I do not pretend that my little insignificant thoughts should be valuable to you. Nevertheless, at best, that statement is dangerously wrong. The core of the gospel is God's commitment to save elect sinners. It's, his humility was great in that. So shout out to you, Samuel. But I totally agree that the gospel, the core of the gospel is God's commitment to save elect sinners. And then, you know, I was actually saw someone commented to Samuel's reply there, someone by the name of Dennis, um, his Twitter handle is at Dennis D. Jackson. He wrote in response to Samuel, your humility is sweet and refreshing. At the same time, your bold defense of the truth of scripture is praiseworthy and vital. Keep showing us how it's done. Also, I think you can be assured that Mark Dever doesn't advocate the statement, just getting others to see what's wrong. And I appreciated that insight because I too agree that, I mean, I can see Mark um, just posting it to get what other people think about it. 
Um, and it doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean that he's endorsing the idea. And then the, uh, the last comment that I wanted to share with you guys comes from someone by the name of Todd Pruitt at Todd Pruitt 6. They write, quote, A dangerous distortion of the gospel. Jesus did not die for us because we were vulnerable, or because we're vulnerable, but because we were his enemies and dead in our sin, end quote. So those are a few of the comments that stood out to me. Um, But, you know, obviously, a lot of people do agree that the core of the gospel is God's commitment to protect the vulnerable. But when I read that, like, my reaction is there's something behind that, because I don't know how to necessarily articulate it, but that statement, the fact that you have to ask it should just cause red flags right there. But I believe that this discussion is important, and I would love to hear what you guys think about this uh, tweet that Mark Dever posted. But, you know, the core of the gospel is not that we are victims it's that we are sinners. Like, that's at the core of the gospel. It's not saying, like, that this is an aspect or a part of the gospel, because there is, arguably, some parts of the gospel where you could say we are victims. You know, one example, like, Adam and Eve in the garden was tempted by Satan. You know, in one aspect, you could argue that they are victims of Satan's deception. But the core of the gospel is not that we are victims where something happened to us, but it's that we are sinners. We are haters of God. We are rebellious. One portion where I'm sure that, you know, people tweeted about Romans 5, but I wanted to read a portion of Romans 5 for you to give you what the Bible says about us and whether or not we are victims, or whether or not we are sinners. So, Romans 5, verses 6 6 through 11 writes, For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. More than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have now received reconciliation, end quote. I really hope you were listening intently as I was reading that, because there are a few key words in places like Romans 5 that we must understand about ourselves, and that is we are ungodly. <laughs> like, that's the core. You know, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly, not for those who are victims, for those who have been wronged, but it's those who are the wrongdoers. Now, some of you may ask, why does this even matter? Like, this just sounds mean, because how does it really matter if we're victims or sinners? Can't we just, like, move on? No, we can't, because we need to 
understand and grasp as much of the gospel as, as we can, as much as the Bible says that we should. And so, you know, for me, when I read that, let, I'll just put it this way. Let me ask you, which is harder, which is the harder person to forgive? Is it the one who is a victim where they've been wronged? Um, a criminal came and committed a crime against somebody and that victim, is that the harder person to love than someone who committed the crime? Like, which is harder to love and forgive, the murderer or the one who, you know, was murdered? The, the one who committed the sin is the harder one to love. And what the Bible is revealing is that we are the adulterers. We are the murderers. We are the haters. We are the liars. We are the thieves. And yet Christ came and he died and he forgives us. And we, the rebellious ones, are adopted into the family of God as children of God after we've been haters of God. This is a better picture of the core of the gospel. Not that we are victims, but that we are sinners. And the tweet necessarily, it, it doesn't say, it's not, like on the surface, it's not saying, hey, are we victims or sinners? I get that. But I'm saying the core of the gospel is not that we are victims, but it is rather that we are sinners. So, you know, there's some things that, that I could keep on sharing, but I don't want to go on for 30 minutes. So I would love to hear what you guys think about this. I really think that if we do miss this, we may feel a sense of like entitlement or pride or even a hint of like spectatorship, if that's even a word, where if we think that we, at the core of the gospel, if, the, if that we are victims, then we have a right to kind of sit back and act like a victim and treat other people like we are a victim, that something wrong, like something bad happened to us, and now we're waiting for someone to come and fix this problem that someone else caused. Um, and that's what stands out to me. I mean, that's what that's what I kind of hear, and that's what's communicated to me if the core of the gospel is that we are victims or vulnerable, whatever. And so, you know, that may be a lot to chew on, and maybe you didn't get that from the original tweet, but I really do agree that that word vulnerable can uh, can be misleading, and I think that it 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 could it could use some correction. So those are my thoughts, and man, I really think that this is so important because it gets us talking about the gospel, and what's more important than the gospel? Nothing. So. I just really wanted to share this tweet with you, share some of my personal thoughts. But again, at the end of the day, I'm not the authority. I'm not the one who has a perfect theology, but I would love to interact with you and hear what your thoughts are on this tweet, on different Bible verses or different convictions regarding this uh, subject. So man, please leave a comment and uh, help share this episode if you found it useful and let's seek the truth together.